Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by 2020 and the general shit show that it is. Uh, I'm Biz Paul here in the UK. I'm joined by the dream that is Felicia Jones from across the pond in the USA. Hi, Felicia. Hi, I'm the dream. Yes. You are my dream. (laughs) It's so wonderful to have you as my partner in crime discussing all these things because in each show we are going to tackle some of the issues around human beings and why they cause us grief. Um, So, Felicia. There's lots going on, but I think we have a topic for discussion. We absolutely do have a topic for discussion, but do we want to do a little quick, uh, a quick uh, look at Twitter to see yes. what's trending? Yes, let's Yay. do that. It's like I have to pull up the Twitter on my phone. So what's trending for you over in the UK? Okay, um, there is apparently life on Venus. Not the tennis player. Not the tennis player. I mean, okay. she's got a lot of life in her, even though she's about 45 now. Um, okay. She's not 45. She's not that she's old. Not even, she's not that old. She's not that old. Because <laughs> that means I would be older. <laughs> <laughs> she's really not that old. But she's very tall. She very is tall. tall. I saw her in person and they love them. I, absolutely, I saw Venus and Serena play each other. Awesome. A- amazing players. Literally yes, the best ever. Um, Yeah, no, it says here that scientists have detected potential signs of extraterrestrial life on the planet Venus. You know what? I I see that too. And I haven't read the article, but I'm pretty sure they're going to say it's like a bug or something. Yeah. So I think what it's saying is that in the clouds above the planet because it's a rocky planet isn't it venus yeah you've got mercury yes, I've, I've been there venus yes. yeah yeah of course yeah on holiday that time i mean yes. you know i think venus might be on like the safe travel corridor list from, it might from be the uk um so so yeah no planet on the in the clouds above the rocks they have detected something called phosphine Ooh. yeah which is also found on earth and on earth there are microbes or something in phosphine. So they're kind of thinking, mm, maybe there's also life on Venus as well, which would be very exciting, wouldn't it? Because actually, even though it's terribly hot, we could never live there. There is at least hope that when we screw Earth up, finally, at least there'll be life somewhere else. Well, I don't know if that makes us feel good. Somebody else is living, I guess. Well, yeah, I'm going to stay here on this planet. I'm not going to go to a new one. Okay. I'm cool. I'm cool with the, the devil I know. <laughs> and there's a lot of devils there. Okay. So that's what's, yes. so what are you, what are you saying on Twitter? What I, I did see that one. And what else is trending? JK Rowling is trending over here. She's not had a good 2020 mm. at all. Not really. Yeah. No, she hasn't. So her hashtag rest in peace is trending. So Twitter has had to say that she is not dead. She isn't, in fact, alive. But it seems like her career is taking a little hit this year with some right. of the things that she said. Yeah, it's 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 quite con- well. Is it controversial? Yeah, it is controversial. But I think there's obviously quite a lot of 
emotions going on here, aren't there? In terms of what is feminism, what is anti-trans? Um, exactly. And what's it? Hang on. What do they call ch- turf? That's the term, isn't it? Turf. If you're a turf, if you're if you're anti-trans, you're a turf. I don't know that term. Oh That's yeah, a new one for me. Yeah, T E R F. I can't remember exactly what it stands for, but I think if you are a feminist that is anti-trans, you're described as a turf. But it's meant, you know, it's one of those things that's that's oh. said in a way with disdain. So it's not a good thing to be okay. called. A turf is an acronym for trans exclusionary radical feminist. Right. Okay. So I am assuming th- these are the the people who say a woman is a woman. You can be trans, but there's a difference between a trans woman and a yes. woman. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. And I think that's how Miss Rowling got into trouble. Yeah. And of now course, the question is, will you still watch Harry Potter though? Well, now this is now this is an interesting one because of course there's always that argument, isn't there, about um, what is the difference between? Can you separate the art from the artist? Oh, that is a hard one considering there's a whole generation of people who live their life as Harry Potter. Mm. Yeah. A whole category yeah. of people. But interest, yeah, interestingly, I... like a lot of the actors in the Harry Potter series have come out and said that they, that they don't agree with her and her comments. So that's interesting. Yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's not hard. Sometimes you can absolutely uh, separate somebody. Um, R. Kelly, big R&B singer here in the United States. Uh, and I'm pretty sure some people have heard of him over yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know R. Kelly. Y- yeah. And R. Kelly, um, is, he has a catalog of music that is really good. But when you find out some of the things that he has done, um, it hasn't been very hard to separate. Oh, okay. <laughs> and is it a case of he has done them or is it like an allegedly... Oh, no, this is not an alleged. There's documentaries oh. and convictions and videos and all kinds of things. It's it's one of those that a lot of people just chose to ignore for many, 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 right. many years. And people who got paid ignored it. So, See, there are examples of great British singers, songwriters, artists that as they've got older, it turns out they're massive racists. And that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> that is unfortunate because it's like, man, now I can't like your stuff anymore. Yeah. Like, darn it. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I have to go in. I don't know that much of what happened with J.K. Rowling. So I have to kind of do a little bit more uh, digging on exactly what she said, how she said it. And then I have to decide if Harry Potter is coming off of the movie list. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't be that bothered if Harry Potter came off the movie list here. Um, Not a fan? No, do you know, I like, I was introduced, I was introduced to the books after, um, I think it was book three came out. And I was, it was suggested that I read book one and two to catch up. And I remember reading it thinking, well, this is a child's book. Now, the problem I have is that I studied English at university. So if I read a book thinking about, thinking about, oh, what's the theme here? Or what's the allegory here? And what are the key characters? What is their subliminal psychology going on here? I can't read a book just for what it is. Um, but I will say this. I do think the books, one thing that I liked about the, the series of Harry Potter was how the style changed and got older and more mature as the characters get older. I think that's really clever. 
Oh, I thought it got darker. That was one well, of the yeah. things that I enjoyed. It got darker. Um, I, I saw the books. I used to work at a bookstore when I was in college. So I saw the books, never read them. Then the movies came out and they're very, they're quite enjoyable. I yeah, did enjoy are. the movies and I read the books later on. Um, but, you know, unfortunately for a lot of us here in the United States, that's probably the only thing we know about people in England. Well, it's to be fair, some of it is is really like real life. Like when they go to the to the pub oh, you have in the wands. village. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 several, yes. several, several. Yeah, we have wands. <laughs> we have cloaks. Um, we have like plants that scream at us. But but I mean, the, the when they when they all go to the pub um, to mm-hmm. fight something. I mean, that's 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 fairly British. I mean, you know, there's a lot of underage drinking here, so. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of... Although there's lots of snow in Harry Potter, there's not snow here. Well, is it, it's supposed to be in Scotland, right? Or that's what I've always assumed that the yeah. Hogwarts was in Scotland. Yeah, 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 I suppose, I suppose. But there's not that much snow there either. Maybe it's... I mean, it is a kid's movie or just a movie. It's not real, Felicia. <laughs> yes, it is. For a lot of people, it is. I suppose. Now... One of the things, now, since you brought up pubs, and I know we're going to talk about something really cool when it comes to going out to eat in the world of coronavirus. Now, I will say, I think I've had an issue trying to understand how kids can go to pubs. Because here, like a pub and a bar are kind of like the same thing. Mm -hmm. And if you are under the age of 18, of course you can't drink. That means you also can't enter um, or sit at the at the bar because they they're serving alcohol. But if I'm correct, pubs are not the way I thought they were. That kids can go to pubs, right? Yeah, the the rules have relaxed here a lot over the years. Um, now, look, let me just say I'm not a legal expert, and so I, I might possibly have this wrong. So this is just my interpretation <laughs> of, of of the rules. But if you've got what I would call a family friendly pub, like my local is a family friendly pub uh, and the, the the children could go into the bar and uh, that would be that would be fine some pubs have um the lounge and they have the mm-hmm. bar which are kind of like two two sides and okay. i think you know kids might be allowed in one and, and not the other um but you see you can you can um, drink alcohol, you can drink beer or wine at 16 if you have a meal. Uh, if you eat something. If you, well, no, not if you eat something. I mean, it's not like a bag of crisps. But, <laughs> but if, you, if you have a meal, then you can have a glass of wine or a beer with your meal at 16. I'm pretty sure that's, that's still the rule. That did used to be the rule when I worked in a, in a pub. Okay. Um, yeah, you can't drink until you are... 21 here yeah i remember going to uh florida when i was 18 on a family holiday and i was really annoyed because like there was just no way that i could get a drink you couldn't get a drink and then also for some places you wouldn't be able to go in because they have a bar right okay yeah yeah that was why why is it so why is it so uh, I say so strict. I mean, it is strict. I mean, actually, when um, when I came to Florida in March, when we did the uh, pitch lab together, mm-hmm. I think it was. I mean, no way. I was quite disappointed that I didn't get asked for ID once. <laughs> I mean, I am forty four, so I mean, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> Do you want to be considered a child? Uh, not a not a child, but I mean, someone could at least look at me like with a questioning look to say, "Are you?" You know, I think it depends on which state you are in. Some states have it's a no tolerance kind of policy. I don't. I may be saying it wrong, but okay. they will always ask for your ID, even here in Colorado. They always ask for your ID, even if you look like you're 100 years old. So you have to show okay. it. But if you go to some states, um, they don't ask. And, you know, they get a little looser with asking for your ID. Now, we were in a hotel. So I've noticed that in hotels, they don't typically ask for uh, your ID to uh, get okay. alcohol. But isn't it true that you can get married at like 14 in some states? <laughs> okay. You can get married. Okay. I was in school with someone who was 16 and married. Okay. I mean, I, th I don't yeah. think 16... I mean, you can get married at 16 here with your parents' permission, but I, my understanding was you could... There was, like, some states where it was really quite young, like, questionably uh, young. Well, I mean, if you're not part of a cult or something like that, okay. you, I think you still have to get your parents' permission. Fair I enough. don't know if it's 14. I think it may be, like, 16 um, are those statutory laws. I think right. 16 is the youngest. I'm just trying to think where my housemate at university came from. I think she came from... Now, did she come from Utah? Well, she might have come that, from Utah or Idaho. or. Now, Utah may have some different laws. I'm not up on their laws there, but I wouldn't be surprised. Well, that, see, that's another... Now, you see, that will be a topic for, for some point, is like <laughs> how confusing all your different laws. I mean, in the last episode, we were talking about the rule of six and how confusing that was. Yes. But, you know, you have like 50 different sets of rules. Um, oh God. Now, okay, so here's, here is something that I want to know in terms of consistency of rules. Because we, mm -hmm. we want to talk about restaurants. Are restaurant rules consistency? What's going on with restaurants in the US, Felicia? Depending on what state you live in and what city you live in, you can go to a restaurant freely. Um, let's see. Yes, you can go to a restaurant freely, no issues. Some of the bars, they changed the last call from... 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. back to 1 a.m. depending on what's going on. What does that mean? I will uh, last call. Last time you can buy alcohol. Okay. So typically here in Colorado, I, if I'm correct, last call is like 2 a.m. But because of coronavirus, a lot of the bars have had to shut down at 11 because the state has completely shut them down. In some other states, restaurants aren't even open. In other states, they're just wide open and you do whatever you want. Now, when it comes to rules on the inside, it is highly recommended that you wear a mask and practice social distancing. And some are only uh, seating people at 25% capacity. Now, when mm -hmm. I went to a restaurant the other day, now I did not go to eat. I went to pick up some food. And this was the first time that I've actually left the house to go pick up because I've been ordering things to come to the house. And I had to wait for about three minutes and realizing that no one in the restaurant is wearing a mask except for the waiters and servers. Everyone is just freely there and it was jam packed. And I have to say my anxiety level went up to 900. <laughs> how, how packed are we talking here? Um, where is pretty packed. So all of the booths were were filled. The outdoor area was filled. Every table was filled. And it was one of those little cafes where it's not a lot of room. It's not one of the big mega restaurants. So there were a lot of people you're bumping into just walking past. And the bar, the counter is near the booth. So it was it was fairly crowded. It mm. it looks like a place 
uh, the crowd was about the same when we were going to the restaurant um, to go get, eat breakfast. But there were a lot of people and a lot of people waiting. In a socially distant line? Of course not. No <laughs> one was social socially distancing. No one at the restaurant other than the waiters were wearing masks. And um, it was a little concerning because I just read that here in Colorado, restaurants and bars, number one reason people have been getting coronavirus. Ooh. And we were spiking in June, July, and in August, and we've slightly gone down for September. But, of course, we don't have the end numbers yet. Oh, right. Okay, so you, so you don't get numbers that often then? They actually do give the numbers every week. I think they were just kind of compiling where the disease has been spreading right. and i've been noticing here um, from the denver news and the colorado news they tell us each week and they have a map and a, an excel spreadsheet of where the concentration of coronavirus is happening and it seems as though uh, restaurants and bars are it how did they know i'm assuming it has to be with some of the contact tracing that they're doing or oh. when people actually go to the hospital to get tested they do ask where have you been where have you uh, been exposed all of that kind of stuff and they go i was at chicken wings r us yes like, yeah and, okay another one and that's the <laughs> thing you can go on this list and look at the restaurant the location the store and see how many instances of coronavirus oh. they've had Ooh. So, I know it's a little scary. Yeah, I mean, so like here we have like a, a food safety rating, right? On every restaurant mm -hmm. and takeaway, there's supposed to be like a little sticker that says out of a score of five, zero to five, um, what is their food hygiene like, basically? And I will only eat in places that are four plus, you know, preferably five, you know, three, mm -mm, forget it, zero. There are some, there are some zero places, and it's like, what? People are buying stuff from places that are rated zero. Anyway, um, so so yeah, so it's a bit like it's a bit like that. So you can go and see a restaurant and go, okay, there's quite a lot of coronavirus there. That one's a bit of coronavirus, but it's okay. I think that's probably okay. It's not too much coronavirus there. You know, it's funny. We have the ratings too in Colorado. They are letters, so it's okay. like A to F. And I'm not really sure how keeping up with coronavirus is tagging along with with the food rating. I'm mm. kind of curious to how they're keeping up with it because that could be a game changer for a lot of people going out to eat. But so the question I have for you, have you gone out to eat yet? I, yeah, I have. I've eaten. Uh, yeah, I know. I how many times? Uh, definitely, definitely once. So the first time like I went living out, dangerously yeah, yeah, you. I know. Um, <laughs> the first time I went out, um, we sat in, just inside. So so here. Oh, that's really dangerous. You went yeah, indoors. Yeah, I know, I know. Recycled air and everything. Well, no, we sat right next <gasps> to the door. We <laughs> uh, um, sat right next to the door and had a wonderfully social distanced uh, Sunday roast dinner, uh, which is a in big In your tradition. rule of six? Oh, this is before no, 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 no. This is before <laughs> the rule of six. This is when restaurants uh, and pubs were allowed to reopen, and they took you know the first one. You got handed a piece of paper, and you had to fill out your details about who you were, your telephone number, and all that kind of stuff, and give that in in case in case someone came down with it. And there was a one-way system, but you had to walk um, in and out and to the bathroom and all this kind of stuff. And it was lovely, and it was very nice, and it felt very safe actually. 
um, and I, I enjoyed it. The next week I went out to a pub, no contact tracing in there, um, and you had to walk to the bar, but it was all sort of like covered in perspex, so you couldn't kind of touch everything. And, and we sat outside oh, wow. and that was fine. Um, and then the only other time I've been out, I think we might have actually um, broken the rule a bit because Uh-oh. I know because this is before the rule of six but I think at the time you could only meet from two households mm-hmm. but there was four of us it was from work so we just went out for a, for a meal for someone's leaving um Uh-oh. yeah but it, I mean we ordered it on our phone we ordered the food on our phone and paid for it on the phone well I paid for it which is fine it's fine Charlie <laughs> it's fine it's fine the producer charlie he's gonna you know i don't want to think that like i didn't appreciate it i mean i do you know i'm fine with buying it Um, you all should tweet us so that we can get more meals for charlie that's right feed charlie hashtag feed Feed charlie Charlie. (laughs) free charlie (laughs) so so we went out for um a meal for four of us and ordered on the phone paid on the phone just basically just you know didn't have to talk to anybody you just had it delivered to you and then that was it that was the the sum of the interaction you've been living more risky than i have i have not gone out to any eating establishments at all just to that one time i had to do a pickup and that was about it so mm. i have not going gone again? to to pick up no i've been using um we have doordash here so i've been using doordash we were we just happened to be out we had to go check on our rv and I figured it was just easier for us to go pick up the food instead of, you know, tipping somebody. I guess I was right. being cheap. And I will probably order out again. But what I have noticed with a lot of the restaurants that we typically eat from, the you can tell they change their the ingredients that they use. The food tastes a little bit different. Yeah. And I don't know if that's because of sourcing during coronavirus, but I am getting closer and closer to eating more meals at home and cooking more meals at home but that's it's been a very interesting experience but i don't think i will be going out to eat anytime soon because i do like to be comfortable when i go out to eat and if i'm right anxious the whole time Mm. yeah especially in places that were really crowded this particular restaurant was so crowded i don't think i could could have handled that one but one of the things that i've noticed is that they were paying you all to go out to eat right well, kind of. Only in August. What's really interesting is, obviously, you know, money talks. So, um, yes, it does. The, the deal was here that if you went out to eat on a Monday to Wednesday, um, oh. they would uh, give you 50% off food and non-alcoholic drinks. It's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. Up to a certain amount, which I can't remember what it what it was but the the meal that i just described that i paid for which is i suppose why i'm not particularly concerned uh is that um it came to like 30 pounds okay which is nothing now for for a group of four no group of four you know and that's with a drink yeah because i mean just the two of us we can spend 60 dollars really fast yeah well, it's, easy, it's easily done, isn't it? You know, yeah, couple of drinks, a couple of meals. Um, so yeah, so they so they did that for August, and then like that just stopped in September. So obviously, everyone's now stops going, stopped going out. Um, was it successful? It was hugely successful. So it you know it was received really well by um, diners, 
and also by the establishments themselves because they you know they they're getting the money back also they cut the tax on food as oh, well wow. so um so that's that yeah so they've cut it from 20 percent to five percent so that that's also been helpful and they can either pass that on to the uh, the guest or they can um they can you know just take it themselves whatever it doesn't really it doesn't really matter because we here we don't have plus tax which is one of the biggest things that i find confusing about <laughs> buying anything in the united states tax and tip well yeah 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 i mean here's what i thought i was spending oh it's just tripled um oh, so yes yeah, just so, when you thought you were comfortable i know i know i mean i think it's just best not to look at the numbers and just go there you go um but that's safe. <laughs> that's, yeah. and add 20 percent. just saying yeah well exactly well what i found quite helpful when i was in florida with you was how on the receipt or how on the on the the bill or the check or is it the check it's the check isn't it in the states it's the check the check, check. Yeah. on the check it says like if you want to give 15% it's this or 20% it's this and 25% it's this. Now that is helpful. I really do like when restaurants do that. Not every restaurant does it. Oh, it's that's that. See, that is, that is good customer experience because you don't want to have a love for a meal out, you know, assuming that everyone's say, you know, socially distanced and it's not been too bad and you've actually enjoyed it. And then it's ruined by the fact that someone's got to calculate something. Somebody has to calculate something. One of my tricks is to just do 20% of the subtotal. Right. And just do it, make it easy that way. If you are in a state or a city that has like a 10% or like a 9.8% sales tax, you usually just double the tax. So you kind of have to know where you are and what the tax is and all that other stuff. My so word. It, it, is, it is amazing how we have a lot of people who don't like math here in the United States, but they make us do a lot of math just to eat some food. Yeah, I think I just need to see the number and go, yeah, I'm happy with that. There we go. <laughs> that would make life a whole lot easier, but why would it be easy? Nothing in this life is easy. It's, no. See, even, we're talking about restaurants, even going out and trying to spend money and have a nice <laughs> evening is fraught with just human <laughs> dumbass behavior and rules. <laughs> That well, people as long aren't as doing. You wear your mask, you're fine. Yeah, well, that's that's go. the thing. That's the thing. Wear, wear oh, so, so, do you think? So, do you think? Well, when do you think you'll go to a, to a restaurant again? Just try and give us a prediction. Are we talking like this side of Christmas oh, or? Oh no, no. I've I've resigned myself to the fact that I will not go to a restaurant. Maybe at the end of 2021. Oh wow. Yeah, I I I don't know. I just. I my thing is I love going to happy hour and I'm right at this point where I'm probably not comfortable sitting at a bar and most of the places that I go to it's just for my husband and I so I think we'll probably keep ordering ordering out and just bring mm -hmm. it home to eat I, I'm just not at the point of going to a restaurant and I've had plenty of friends who have text me who have called me and I have been that person who's just been ignoring people <laughs> because they ask hey do you want to go to a restaurant and I'm just like no not not really and every time I think I'm almost comfortable like I will be open to the idea then I see the article that says Colorado um, is number one with um, COVID because of people going to restaurants and bars so mm. I'm like okay now I'll just stay home I'm good 
Yeah. Well, I mean, this this idea of DoorDash, it sounds great. I mean, I th- we've got like oh, Uber Eats and Deliveroo, which is, I guess, I guess the same, but... Yeah. You know... They're amazing. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well... They're amazing. That's, so, yeah, a, that's I won- a long time. <laughs> you know what? I, I've been saving some money, so that's yeah, good. That. Um, I haven't lost a lot of weight, though, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, you if, know. You, if you come over to the UK next year, which, you know, we're kind of hoping that might be possible. If you come over... You know, maybe you can eat at one of our COVID-safe establishments with a five... COVID-safe. Yeah, a five <laughs> COVID-safe. Do you not have COVID-safe? Is that not a phrase? It's a big phrase here. No. COVID-safe and COVID-secure. COVID doesn't exist here. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, we don't We don't have COVID-safe, COVID-secure. Not that I know of. I haven't heard these words on a regular basis. Or at least not used from people above right. who run things. They sound technical, but, don't they? COVID safe, but, COVID secure. It's uh, it's. I mean, but they but those are terms you should use so people can feel pretty safe. Yeah. But hopefully, I know by the time you're doing marketed live, that'll be September of next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I need like a mental preparation for a year of the fact that I'm gonna have to get on an airplane to come to the UK. So I'm building up to being able to get on an airplane. You could come by boat. Because cruise ships have coped really well in, in this period. Well, they do have the Queen Mary, but I still have to get on an airplane to get to New York to oh, get to the Queen Mary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the country. I still have to either get in a car or or um, get on a plane. And that drive to New York is really long. We, we did it last year. It's a very long drive. How, how long will it take you? Any longer than 45 minutes? <laughs> yes. Um, a lot of 45 minutes. Goodness. Um, it took us, depending on how motivated you are, it'll take a few days. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, different, different, different scale. You know, different scale. But that's okay. My my introverted self is okay. I I'll just get ready so I can ease up. So my first mm-hmm. big trip will be to the UK. I can go out to eat and be comfortable. But for right now, I'm not really really risking it to go to um, restaurants with just eh, food yeah i mean you know yeah it's just just functional isn't it at the moment you can just yeah you know just get some food just eat survive (laughs) survive survive until it goes away survive in advance yeah survive in advance that's the term that they use in basketball here do you know what we need to talk about not this one maybe next time or Uh another time can we talk about preppers and the Woo. end of the world and things like that, because that's kind yes. of relevant to where we are. It's kind of relevant. I mean, we have a running bet on what's going to end us. Um, aliens, dinosaurs, or the super volcano here uh. in the United States. What I did not count on was an asteroid. I'm hearing that one is kind of aiming for us before the election. Oh, one's always aiming for us. There's always something. I've got this theory that maybe, that maybe, you know, like Starlink, the Starlink satellites, Elon Musk's thing. Mm -hmm. I've got this idea that they're actually creating a web around the Earth because they, I don't know if you've seen them in the sky. Have you seen them yet? No, I have not. The Starlink train, they're really really quite cool when you see them. They've got this idea that they're, they're kind of like just wrapping us up in a web. You and know, then that's... strangling us in the end and we will all die that way. Well, because the lizard people are running that. 
You know exactly. That, right? I think we should end every show talking about the lizard people. The lizard people. Until they eventually they just get their own show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Look, let us... I think we need to write some notes. Or, or maybe even at this point, we can like ask people what they want us to talk about. Because I think, I think we can... Any topic is not off limits. Any topic will have us working out that basically it exhausts us. I mean, are we staying on the PG side of things? No, I don't think so. Oh, wow. No, you all heard so. it here. <laughs> you went there with Naked Attraction in the last episode, so... Well, it's on television there. Yes, How but do it's, I go there? It's not it's on a, a children's TV television channel. I don't know the difference. It's on TV. Kids, kids know how to change channels. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that, that question that says... Are you over 16? Mm, I don't know. Mm, maybe I'll just say... Oh, they yeah. ask that before you watch the show? Oh, there's warnings and stuff, yeah. But w- they they expect a 16-year-old to just walk away like, oh, I am not over 16. I'm going to turn the television I, off. I, I guess they go, well, we asked the question. Don't blame <laughs> wow. us. We asked the question. Oh, it's because we you saw interview... someone's penis on the television, right? You know, we, we, we need to question. interview somebody from Naked Attraction. <laughs> let's find that is going to be our goal. Yes, that's going to be our goal. Someone. Um, what's the presenter called? Let's go for her. I'm worried because I'm typing it in, and I've obviously searched for it before. Um, <laughs> hang on, Naked Attraction presenter. Her name is Anna Richardson. That's it. Anna Richardson, if you're listening. Please come on our show and talk and talk about naked attraction. But she doesn't have to get naked. Well, she has to look at naked people. She has to, yeah. I mean, she does a very good job of keeping a straight face. I mean, at this point, you probably are okay. Or maybe you're immune. You've seen it all. Yeah, immune to it. <laughs> you've seen it all at this point. Yeah. Literally all. Literally all. What a lovely note <laughs> to end it on. Thanks for talking with us. Uh... <laughs> Lovely to talk to you, Felicia. Oh, this is always fun. Until next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.